As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Total Wine and More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th, collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities, up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. From the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Las Vegas, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show we talk about what you think about, but maybe you're afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, President Trump, film, TV, UFC. It's all talked about here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis, and our special co-host. She's back again, folks. The ever-loving, the ever-sensual, the ever-intelligent, and the ever-speaking Sammy Phillips. And Sammy, we always look forward to what's going to come out of you, and we have a lot to talk about today, and I think you're going to get a little heated on a couple of these subjects, and I can't wait. How's that? You look, really, you look really good today, Sam. Did you get a lot of sleep last night? No. Not that, not that you don't otherwise. Don't get me wrong. You know what it is? It, it's yeah. her hair. Her Maybe hair has more hair. volume oh, and yeah. bounce. Yeah. How nice. The bangs, the bangs yeah. are working. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just filthy. jealous. I haven't bathed in days. Thank you. Oh, there uh, you go. That, that just blew everything. <laughs> and then I'm still stuck on, you're all excited the things that are going to come out of me. Yeah, I, I, just, I heard that. Besides words, what would possibly emanate from my body today? Hopefully not much else. I mean, oh. joy, happiness, uh, an aura. Uh, it doesn't have to be gross. I mean, normally it, it's gross in this show, but it doesn't have to be gross. Let's go with happiness, positivity, great conversation. So let's move forward. How's that? Okay. Uh, COVID-19 news. We're really? all in the same situation. Story it's one? Wor- story story one's one COVID-19? I, 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 there's a lot of stories <sighs> to talk about here, but okay. How about story one? How's this? UFC Saturday night. Okay? There we go. UFC fight night Saturday night. Those people want to hear. Okay. We've got a really good show again. I was very excited about the show last week. Again, kudos to Stipe Miocic, our guest from last week, uh, reigning uh, over the great DC Cormier. And I mean the great, legendary DC oh, Cormier. Legendary. Uh, took an eye poke in the third round. 
continued through the fight. More than just an eye poke. Did you hear what actually the diagnosis uh, came out to be, uh, Buff? Torn cornea. Uh, Yeah, which is, I mean, that's terrifying. Like, we all know that mixed martial arts and combat sports are dangerous, but when you hear about a fighter getting an eye injury where he literally couldn't see for two rounds, which, again, I know Daniel Cormier lost, and it's not the way he wanted his uh, career to end, but honestly, think about that, Bruce. Like, he couldn't see for the better part of 10 minutes and still lasted to the final bell with statistically, and maybe not even just statistically anymore, the greatest heavyweight that the UFC has ever seen. There's no question. And, uh, you know, the, the the body punch combinations to the head, he reminded me of Joe Frazier a couple times looking at the combinations. Mm. He went in there and fought. Um, I thought it was really tight for the first three rounds to a certain degree. And, of course, Stipe stepped up after that. But yeah. let's face it, right now, what we talked about last week, Stipe Miocic is right now the greatest heavyweight yeah. in the UFC. It wasn't a DC blowout Cormier either. is also a great heavyweight. Yeah, Cormier, I mean, it was a goat show. They're both goats in, in a lot of ways. Total and, goat uh, show. Total yeah, goat show. I loved it. Yeah, I did too. And the rest of the show, everybody brought it. Uh, here's the good news uh, regarding the, if this is good news, regarding the eye poke, I've talked to the doctors, um, one of the key doctors, our doctor, Jeff Davidson, mm-hmm. right? And um, he feels that the, the, the uh, torn cornea that DC's experiencing, his eye will look fine three to four days after the fight. He's going to be just fine. Right. The other question was, as we heard, everybody thought Sean O'Malley, yeah. okay, what happened? Can, it, can his body take the punishment that fighting brings? Luckily, he didn't break anything. Right. It was a high ankle sprain, and Sean will be back. Yeah, which is, is great news. news to hear. I mean, again, combat sports remind us sometimes how dangerous uh, it can be on, on any given night. And uh, it was definitely scary to see uh, both of the, the incidents that happened with Cormier uh, and O'Malley. When I look at uh, the eye poke, and, and I don't want to get too tangential because I think we could be here forever, yeah. Bruce. But with your martial arts experience, the, the gloves that you've put on over the years, is there a better alternative? Because Joe Rogan constantly talks about you know, there needs to be something done with these gloves to, to prevent these eye pokes. A lot of people bring up pride because there weren't a lot of eye pokes in, in pride. But think about this, Bruce. I actually looked at pride as a whole. They were in business for, for 10 years, and they put on approximately 540-some-odd bouts. Right. The, the UFC does approximately 530 bouts a year. So if we say, oh, pride didn't have a lot of eye pokes, it's an insanely small sample size, even though it was a company that was in business for over 10 years. Yeah, and their gloves are a little different. But honestly, I think the only way to prevent an eye poke in mixed martial arts with the gloves they need to grapple with, because they have to be able right. to grab and grapple, yeah. you have to connect that thumb. You're going to have to tighten up the fingers, which is going to prevent you from grappling properly. It's a very yeah. difficult design. I mean, And I think if they came up with a perfect design before now, it would have already been done. Right. I don't think they can come up with it. I mean, I would assume that you would have to have the fingers like that. Like the glove would have to be uh, pointed so – because the only time it really ever happens is when you try to like push on somebody's face. If, you're, if your hands are already kind of curled up, so maybe it would have to be like that. But now we're preventing but, people from grappling, you know, like you're you were preventing saying. people grappling. And then at the same time, if you're going in for an underhook when you're against the cage and you're going in for the underhook, maybe the position in your hands could prevent you from smoothly sure, right. slipping in for that underhook. Well, so that it's not going to work. Yeah, 100 percent. Also, too, when you think about, you know, trying to wrap up a guillotine and whether you want to try that that gable grip or. Uh, yeah, it's just or a Muay Thai grip around the neck. It's too you hard. Know? You're not going to be able to do it without compromising the uh, abilities. Well, let's just hope for the best. I mean, I can't stand it when I see eye pokes. I can't stand it when somebody gets kicked in the nugs. You know, it's, but, you know, shit happens. Yeah, and, uh, no, for sure. Thank God nobody's lost their eyesight. I don't ever want to see that happen. But let's just hope for the best, and maybe well, they will come up with a design sooner or later. M- Michael Bisping, 
begs to differ with you that thank God no one's lost their eyesight. He lost an eye. Michael Bisping's like the Terminator. He's given his knees. Yeah. He's given his eyes. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, what has he not given to this sport? But yeah. anyway, he's here with us. All right, this weekend we've got the main event, Frankie Edgar against Pedro Munoz. Frankie Edgar is a number eight rated featherweight, but he's going down to Bantamweight to fight the number five contender in Pedro Munoz. On the card now is Alonzo Menafield and Vince St. Preux. Vince St. Preux fighting again like Jim Miller for the 154th time in six months. <laughs> it's unbelievable how many times he yeah. fights. I, th- I, th- I think at this point, Sam has three fights in the UFC since uh, they started back up. Right, Sam? Did you have three fights? Who, me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just want to in, in, involve her. She's been Sam in the probably had, Listen, I would, I would, I would hate. I'd, actually, I could see Sam running into one of these COVID Karens and just taking her out. You know? oh, oh, my. Please. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever get caught on a, on a video as being like the anti-Karen defending the rights of whoever's being oppressed or picked on by awful racist bitches. And did you I, see? Yeah, go ahead. No, did you, you see, speaking of exactly what you just said, there was a video that came out two days ago where this young boy, probably 18 years old, is in a store, and um, this woman is going off on him. She's without her mask. He's, he's trying to stay distance. She gets on him for whatever, and she starts slugging him. I'm talking lefts and rights and hitting him. He's defending himself. He's trying to hold her arms. He refuses to hit her. He's saying, I won't hit you. You're a woman. You're a woman. I'm not going to hit you. She's plowing into him and plowing into him. And he keeps staying off and he held his composure. Wow. He could have easily turned around and clocked her and knocked her out. You know, he's getting praise for that. It's it's instinctual to fight back, right? Like if someone hits you in the face, I think most people, man or woman, are going to strike back. Like that's the uh, body's and fight or flight on both sides. Cause if right. you are assaulted by someone and you don't fight back, you're a victim. If you assault back, then it's battery on both sides. And he then the, and then the law. Yeah. Right. And then the, sorry, Sammy. And then the lawsuits follow, right? Lawsuit. I used to, I mean, I remember in the old days of getting a fight and it was like, that was done. Maybe have a beer. If it was, if it was a, con- you know, consensually right. uh, polite well, afterwards. Now it's like, okay, the lawsuit will be here in a week. Yeah, well, back <laughs> back then, Bruce, when it went to fisticuffs, there was actually a reason to, like, go to fisticuffs, and you settled it. You know what I mean? Like now, people, men were men, baby, and we took care of business, all right? It, well, it's just now that the things that people fight over, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Like, getting back to the, the Karen videos, which I feel bad. Like, my son's care provider is named Karen, one of the sweetest ladies I've ever met in my life, and now she's... You know, hates her first name. Ostracized and vilified for life. Right, yeah. yeah. And uh, is there a male version of Karen? Have they come up with that name? Is it Bruce? It's Bruce, I think. Oh, no, I don't know. No? It's a Kevin. Oh, Karen and Kevin? They're as cute. Oh, okay. All right. Well, speaking of all this and where we're at, um, I started on the Sharon Stone story. I'll tell you why this really affects me. Um, And it should affect everybody. People are still out there wondering, oh, I won't get COVID. Well, you haven't shared it yet. did you, 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 you didn't share that story yet. That was before we went on the air. Oh, well, basically the story is this. I mean, Sharon Stone is pleading with people to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Right now, her sister, right, all her sister did, she's been uh, quarantined and sequestered this entire time. The only time she went out, which was a mistake in my opinion, I have my medicine, you know, whatever I need or from the pharmacy, if ever, right. I have it delivered, okay? So 
with that being said, she went to her pharmacy. That's all she did. Was there she a reason the she was quarantined? Is she like uh, immunocompromised or something like that? No, self-quarantined to protect herself. Just wanted okay. to stay safe for her family. I, I just She wound up getting COVID. She's in the hospital in ICU now fighting for her life. And also, too, Sharon Stone was making this big plea on the video. If you watch it, um, she's already lost her grandmother and oh her godmother God. to the virus. And now her sister and her husband, right, Sammy, her husband, too, yeah, both her, fighting for their her, lives. Her sister's husband. So her brother-in-law and her sister are actually in the same COVID ward in Montana. And here's what her plea was about. So this whole testing debate whether or not there's enough tests, whether or not our numbers are high or low based on our great testing abilities. In Montana, where Sharon Stone's extended family lives, they don't have access to tests. Not only do these citizens not have access to tests, the nurses in the hospitals working the COVID wards don't have access to tests. That actually makes me cry. You never hear about that shit, right? Uh, President Trump wants you to think that everything's great. And if you look at the news, which I love the news, I'm not putting down the news, mm. our graphs are getting better. When you look at the colors of the United States that are red versus pink versus green, meaning if the rates have stayed, increased, gotten better, et cetera, our map of our country looks better. Um, the COVID is popping up in these smaller places because I believe the bigger cities have done a lot more testing than the smaller towns. Right. Um, they've got more access to healthcare than the smaller towns. So now it's off spreading based on rallies and demonstrations and yep. people infecting each other at pharmacies and then going home. Let's be so, honest here. It's it's what you said, Sam. It's the testing. It's the fact that, that people are getting tested and when they're getting tested. How many people have had COVID, didn't know, weren't in a situation where they needed to be tested and just passed it, you know, got, got through yeah. it? A lot of people. I mean, I've taken five COVID tests. Only one was because I actually thought I was sick. The rest of them have been all work-related. And most people I know haven't taken a single one because it, it's not required of them. No, I get tested every week, you know, with the UFCs and stuff. But again, you get tested, you come out uh, negative, rather. Right. Then again, it doesn't matter. As soon as you got that test, what did you do after the test? Yeah. What did you do five days to 14 days before the test? Right. Is that test right? Are you going to test the, positive in two days? The, it's a crapshoot. Right. But that's why we got to wear the mask. And that's all Sharon Stone's pleading with. Wear the friggin' mask. And now you have situations like, I think, in Atlanta, where they've allowed people, uh, pardon me if I have the wrong city, where they've allowed people to go back to school. Yeah. And within... Like less than a week, yeah. they got to close again because yeah. it's just rampant. Yeah, I, I, I think I saw a story where it said 85 kids in one school got yes. it. Yes. And it's like, yes. it, those are the 85 kids that showed symptoms and got tested. Like, I firmly believe that a lot of people aren't getting tested because they don't have symptoms, but that doesn't mean that they don't have it. And and also, too, I've, I've seen a lot of people, more than a handful of people I know that have been tested, have gotten either an inconclusive result or a positive right. result, and then they get tested again, and it's negative. So it's like, I don't even know how much we can trust some of these tests. Well, there's another situation, too, where, like, the, the urgent care centers that are around, like, there's one down the street, you know, a few miles away from me. And they have the, uh, the setup in the parking lot with the tent. Now, you can drive in, you can get swabbed, right. right, and they have your answer in 15 minutes. 
Okay. How does that it's work? 150 bucks. I know it, it's amazing because a lot of the problem here is that a lot of people around the country are not getting results back for five to to 14 right. days, yeah. which is not right. Here it's 15 uh-huh. minutes, but then you wonder about the quality of the test. Like last weekend, um, one of my friends who's my driver, when I, you know, I need here a driver and, and he does security work for me. So he drove me to uh, Vegas last Friday because I like to work in the back of the car. It right. makes it more enjoyable. Let's be I'm honest. Friday, I'm if, if you're not in the back seat, the car's going 125 miles an hour. It's just not good. <laughs> yeah. Not good. I, I, I hire a driver because I don't want to get any more tickets. Right. <laughs> That's exactly. exactly right. And when I get that Vader, I'm going to be doing 150. Oh, so with that being said, um, you know, I had him tested before we drove. I want a peace of mind. I said, go down and sure. get your test. You know, and now he's, we're going to probably do it again this week unless a friend goes with me. And with that and with that being said, get another test. I mean, I'm spending money to stay safe and yeah. I want them to be safe, too. You got to do me it, too. Got to do me, it. too. Got to do yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, that's the COVID thing. We know what's going on, folks. You got to wear your mask. You got to wash your hands. You know my feelings on this. I'm very, very vocal about this. Now, Las Vegas, Sammy, have you given much thought? A lot of people are unemployed. It's going to get worse. They figure 70% of restaurants will be out of business. 70% of all restaurants will be out of business. Wait, all restaurants? All restaurants. Like, That's like the, term the that was chains and everything? The franchises? That is, a, that, is a, that is a statement that's been made. Oh, my I God. Hope, I hope it does not come true, okay? I hope it does I mean, not come true. How can they possibly stay alive, TJ? I can see mom and pop shops closing, but you wouldn't think, like, the Olive Garden would have to cut back. I mean— I've—I don't even want to tell you how much money I've spent in like DoorDash and things like that. Be- oh, because it's—it's it's the only thing that I can eat when I'm on the road because I can't go anywhere. You know what I mean? I yeah. have to eat on the road, and then yeah. beyond that, like we can't go do anything at home. So it's like let's have an ice cream party. So we get you know, and, and I don't like going to the grocery store any more than I have to. Like the story you were talking about with um, uh, Sharon Stone, like we get most of our uh, groceries delivered, delivered and delivered. like I. I, it sounds so bougie, and I hate being that guy. But but honestly, like I feel safer doing that than going out because apparently you can be quarantined for what six months at this point and leave your house one time and you get sick. I know one individual right now, and I won't mention his name, uh, that has now had COVID for six weeks. What? Right. Yep, six weeks. Was cleared to go back to work two weeks ago. Got another test and tested positive again, and now he's back home. Six weeks. The, you won, you wonder if it's possible that he didn't get it again, or if it is a virus and is dormant. How does that work? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I really don't. Who knows? That's the whole point. We don't know a lot of things. But now think about in Vegas. Okay, Vegas now, uh, basically, the state's unemployment rate in Nevada is fifteen percent. They're the fourth highest unemployed state in the country. Think about how where are these people going to get jobs? I mean, the people that are doing the acrobatic oh. acts, the magicians, the, yeah. the singers, whatever. They're not working. No. Well, they're, you know, it, along with all the other people that are unemployed, too. They're also going to leave, Bruce. And can you think about that? If, if they leave and then things do get back to normal, you don't have enough people to fill out the playbill for like a Cirque du Soleil show or something like that in the strip. And no. that, that's, no. I mean, it, I, I understand it's a hard time for everybody, but it's an incredibly hard time for people that work in the service industry and in the entertainment industry outside of, I mean, we're, I'm so happy and lucky that mixed martial arts is able to operate the way it is, but, uh, I, I don't know what I'd be doing without it, Bruce. I, I, I understand completely. Thank God we're in this business and Sammy, thank God you're in the business you're in. I mean, we're working, so let's be happy. We're working to whatever extent we are, we're working. Uh, that's a key note. So it's tough times folks. And yeah. It's years. It's years. If we didn't have fights, get back if we didn't have fights, Buff, we'd be doing five podcasts a week telling everyone how bored we are. 
totally. Well, here's a, here's one last thing on COVID. A doctor, a very key doctor that I talked to, very in, in the COVID thing. Companies come to him all the time for safety and protocol. There's three vaccines that'll probably be released next year, he says. It'll take a year for these vaccines to come out. At best, 50% of the country will get, be able to get the vaccine or afford to get the vaccine or have access to the vaccine. The figure is, is that we're going to be in this state that we're in now for probably a year, up to a year. Then it's going to be a graduated lesser state as we get back, hopefully moving my hand up, as we get back to some form of normality around this country. Just be prepared, people. This is not going away. What What Period. is the new normal going to be? And Sam, like, tell us more about your business. How has that been impacted? Because, I mean, I, I can't think of your business being any more the opposite of social distancing than it is in, in a lot of ways. Um, well, our business isn't fully back up and running yet, obviously. Uh, some parts are, some parts aren't. In terms of production and films, um, we've been following the guidelines from mainstream filmmaking and in terms of on-set protocols, everyone is COVID safe, everyone is COVID tested, everyone is temperature checked before they enter the set. They fill out a questionnaire the night before. Um, there's no extraneous things on set. There's no snacks, there's no things that people can touch. Right. Um, there's limited dialogue within the scenes, so you're not there an extended period of time. You kind of get to it. Um, everything is wiped down. Everything is sanitized before, uh, after, when we get there, when we leave, whatever the location is. Um, everybody on set wears masks, gloves, shields, etc. stays six feet apart. The amount of people on sets have um, diminished and gotten smaller, just smaller crew, smaller productions, less risks. Uh, and then that's outside of my particular company because we have not gone back into production yet, Penthouse. Is, is, there, the, is there a date that you guys are shooting for? Um, we have stuff scheduled. I'm not going to give dates, but we sure. do have production scheduled and it's a lot like where people have to go get tested. How long does the test take to come back? Uh, certain places have different time frames. Some places are 24, 48 hours. The ones that are 24 have become 48 because of the, the need for testing. Um, it, it turns out like if you're trying to schedule things for the earlier part of the week to shoot, that means you'd have to be tested Friday or Saturday, what if the test doesn't come back in time? You can't have too many days in between a test. So the logistics are extremely overwhelming. So I'm myself figuring it out. You know, at the same time, when you talk about that in correlation to what they do at the UFC, like when I go to Vegas on Friday, I'm going to be tested and then I immediately have to be quarantined myself for 24 hours in my room. In this right. case, and now tomorrow I'm doing a TV commercial for Manscaped which I don't want to give away too much on that. A very funny, it's going to be hilarious. Very funny commercial. Looking forward to it. Um, you know, Manscaped, the male grooming company. And um, with that being said, they tested everybody two days before, but they're not quarantined. See, in, in production, right. and I had Michael do a thing the other week, and uh, he had to get tested too. In the UFC, we have to quarantine. Yep. We get tested, but then we're quarantined, and we go right to work. 
here they're being tested two days later, they're being told or whatever, yep. but they're still traveling around. You, you still got to be safe. It, you don't know where makes, people are going. It makes the test absolutely null and void if you don't yeah. isolate after you take it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you know, with that, again, with all this being said, we know what's going on with COVID. We know how we have to be safe. You guys like uh, Tiger King, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it feels like it was uh, so long ago since I watched that. But yeah, I know the Fed. The Fed just suspended the license. That whole zoo that was taken over by that one guy. Oh, wow. Uh, it's closed down. I don't know what's going to happen to all these animals, you know, that they have there. Well, I know they closed. were. I know they were moving. They were moving um, actually to like they, a, a casino where they do some MMA in the middle of Oklahoma. Um, uh, it, but it doesn't matter. The Feds have suspended their license. Which means federally they can't be anywhere. Right. I, I was just wondering if they like applied for a different license or something like that. Because I mean, that's how that crap works. It's an ongoing story. It's an, definitely an ongoing story. Let's um, let's get out of COVID. Let's take our minds and talk about some positive stuff. Uh, did you read that Ryan Reynolds? You know, I'm coming out with Puncher's Chance right. Bourbon, mm -hmm. right? And I'll show the picture again because I have to. Um, we've already uh, had meetings, and I will tell you that Puncher's Chance Bourbon is going to be in uh, Pavilions, Vons, and Albertsons here in California, eight other states, Liquor Barn. There'll be a website I'll post on uh, my Instagram and Twitter where you can order directly. The bottles weigh four to five pounds when they're filled because the glass is so unique. Wow. Especially made in Europe. We could only release 5,000 cases. They're already sold out within a week. Um, we're bringing out another 10,000 cases, probably sell 50 to 100,000 cases next year. Wow. Um, but the response is tremendous right out of the gate. I'm very excited about it. But a correlating story here. You remember when uh, Ryan, excuse me, when uh, Casamigas, George Clooney's yeah. and, and Gerber's thing, they sold it for $800 million. That's bonkers. Right? Bonkers. And the way they base it on, once you sell, once you, like Conor McGregor sold like 200,000 cases, his company right now, the, the actual proper 12, not his portion, but the company itself mm. is worth well over $200 million right now, the brand, yeah. the, easily. When you sell 50,000 cases, um, your company can basically achieve like a $100 million level. And the reason is because bigwigs like this company that bought out uh, called D. Diageo, I hope I'm announcing it correctly. They paid $610 million for Ryan Reynolds' uh, deal. We're talking after two years. Yeah. Two years of being on the market. It's all based on the number of cases they sell. Because the bigs will come in, they'll buy you out, they don't want you out there, they want you to be part of their brand, not any other brand. So That's everybody's end result. So you're saying two or three years from now, you could be worth like $400 million. Well, whatever my portion of that, if in a lucky world is, hey, if it happens, hey, we'll see. Knock on I got a lot of work. I got a lot of work ahead of me, TJ. I, and you know me, I'm a workhorse. What's crazy to me is when you look at Conor McGregor's uh, whiskey, um, yes, you can't deny its success. A lot of people have bought it. But the online response and the reviews from the connoisseurs are not big fans. I... I don't want to say anything bad about a competitor. Um, it's it for the price. It's a good whiskey, uh, is the best way I can put it. Um, a lot of t it needs more aging, maybe in some people's minds. I've read some and seen some of those videos and reviews. They can but, you tweak know, he's, it, right? He's, like it's still early. Are, they, it's they still can, early, yeah. But, but he's killing it. He's killing it with that. That's I right. mentioned on the show before. The way bourbon's made, they take the barrels that they make scotch in that mm -hmm. is aged for so long, like 15, 10, 20 years. Right. Then they take those same barrels and they put the bourbon in them, which takes less than a year. Yeah. We've secured enough bourbon for at least a hundred to 200,000 cases moving forward. 
Wow. Because when you you got to have act, you got to have reserves for when somebody does come in and buy you out. Because obviously you can't sell from an empty shelf. Sure. But I'm with I'm with one of the top distributors, Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits, and, and others. Like I said, Liquor Barn. All the people that are moving Ryan Reynolds, moving Conor McGregor's, moving Casamigas, they're all jumping all over this because it's such high quality. I learned today, or last week rather, that the price point is going to sell for $34, $29.95 in some stores, but it's actually a $60 plus bottle of bourbon. The, really? The quality of bourbon it is. Yeah, we're purposely wow. pricing it to be affordable, but we're giving a top-notch product. Uh, right now, Bullet. And uh, Maker's Mark are the two top sellers. Just you watch. I I know Bullet. I know Maker's Mark. I enjoy drinking them. This yeah. bourbon tastes incredible. That's all I'm going to say, guys. Hey, That's all I'm going to say. You get them at that price point, that lower price point, and then you become the standard, and then all of a sudden it's a $65 bottle of bourbon, and uh, mm -hmm. you're just making it rain. Well, just remember, with Puncher's Chance, it's all about that one punch. It's all about the underdog. I've been about right. the underdog my entire life, and I've gone up against odds more times than I can remember and come out on top, as well as a few failures. But that's the name of the game. That's called fighting. Okay? Name of the game entirely. Sammy, have you seen the bottle? Have I showed it to you? No. Oh, here. I'm going to show it to you right now. I'd love to get your opinion on this. If you give me two seconds, here it is. Uh, um, I'm having bottles delivered this week. Cases next week. Oh. That looks so cool, Buff. It's so is, cool, isn't is it? There a, is there a case being delivered here? Not a case, but I'm sure a bottle. Not a case. Ah, okay, <laughs> we'll take it. Are you anyway. kidding? Very high quality. It even has a crest at the top that you can break. Um, it's it's just so awesome. This this picture doesn't do it justice. Anyway, get ready, guys. Puncher's chance. It still looks go. pretty awesome. It's so awesome. So speaking about companies being worth a lot of money, Apple just came out. Apple's now officially worth more than two trillion dollars. Two trillion. How? The like, stock has gone up sixty percent this year. The, the, two trillion uh, bucks. Isn't that amazing? No one can buy it. There's not a trillionaire. Yeah. You know I know. What I mean? There's no trillionaires, but no. two trillion dollars. That's I okay. There you go. It's actually hey, how much hey, the next. I love success. I love seeing success. Oh. Definitely. Yeah, but I mean, like, right. I, what is it about Apple? Because like, I like Apple. Don't get me wrong. It's fantastic. Um, it's streamlined. Like once you go Mac, you really true don't go back, go back. because it's it's all streamlined. Um, yeah. but with that said, like, let's be honest. It's not worth the price point. That they have, it's not like literally. It doesn't cost nearly as much to make. Um, they just go making money. They got, but they have lowered the prices from what they were a couple years ago. I just yeah. bought a new computer, and I'm I have to buy a new one soon. I was looking, go, the prices are lower. Yeah, I mean, I bought a, I, I bought a MacBook Air like for thirteen hundred dollars two years ago, yeah. and like now it's worth three hundred dollars. But but the MacBook Air has come down significantly in price as well. So that's like buying any electronics. They're not going to hold their price. No, going to go down in price. No, but you don't want them to drop seventy five percent in two years. You know, it's like buying a car. If you think you're going to get money out of it, don't even think about that. Right, it's just yeah. buying a car. Yeah. It's buying a computer. Well, I mean, we have to, right? Like, we, we absolutely yeah. have to have computers in our lives. And I guess when I buy one, I want to make sure it works because Windows machines, I mean, I shouldn't say anything yeah. bad. We're recording in a Windows machine right now, but we've had some issues well, in the past, and we always will. So You're doing a good job. Okay, let, let's uh, go into uh, – we talk about shark attacks on the show, right? We do. I'm going to talk about a shark attack now, not about somebody getting killed. And hopefully they will survive. But get this. An Australian surfer, right, was surfing. He's 35 years old. He was surfing north of Sydney. Um, she was surfing with her husband, right? And a juvenile, young, great white shark. I love this juvenile. Nine feet long, right? Came over and just bit her two to three times in the leg, holding on to it. Oh. Her husband, right, 
The shark was lashed on her leg. He jumped into the water and repeatedly started punching the great white in the nose. Repeatedly to the point that his wrist is hurt, everything else. His wife is in intensive care right now. Oh, my. This is the third attack in the area. He jumped in and saved his wife and beat the crap out of the great white till it got out, till it left. We, you know, there's that old story, hit it in the nose. Do you know why yeah. you punch a shark in the nose? Do you know why? Nerve endings. All their nerve endings and sensories are in their nose. Extremely, extremely sensitive. Yeah. Bruce Buffer taught me that like a decade ago. Who yeah. was your friend who we had on the show uh, who survived the shark? Uh, Paul Gelder. Paul Gelder. And yeah. Paul Gelder was on the Mike Tyson show the other week about Tyson versus Jaws, training him. And he lost his arm and his leg to a bull shark, if I'm not mistaken, um, in a... Uh, shipyard area in, in Australia again. Oh my God. Yeah. Amazing individual. He worked out here at goals. I used to run into him all the time. One of the most positive, incredible individuals I've ever met. Beautiful girlfriend, just, uh, living life. Yeah. I don't have a leg. I don't have an arm, but I love my life. I mean, way, it you know, can't stop you. You have to have the mindset that you must, you know, persevere and, and move forward. And if you don't, you won't. Um, thinking about that story though, that you talked about this, this man had to punch this thing until his wrist was that sore. Like, We've always talked about how when great whites attack, once they generally get a taste of you, they go, oh, you're not what I thought. I don't mm -hmm. want to have anything to do with you. Was it because this one was like a juvenile that it maybe didn't exactly know what it was getting itself into? <laughs> like, wh why would it be I, so aggressive? I haven't interviewed the shark. I can't answer that you, question. Oh, I'll try to, I'll try no to set idea. it up. I I'll try to set it up for next week. Set it up. Set it up. Call, call him and let, let's get that shark on. But you know here. what I mean? Like, that's, that's abnormal, isn't it? For a shark to be that aggressive after you're, you're hitting it? I mean, we, I, we I, talk about it all the time. I would think I, so. I, think, I would think so. But, you know, again, everything is different. Yeah, you know? this, this is just the first story that I think we've read on the show where the shark was so aggressive to where it took at least yeah. a little while. So A little while. A little while. So doing the damage, doing the death, and then running away. Yeah. Uh, getting into some sports talk here. You know, I, I still question if we're going to have a football season. We're not. With everybody, I, I still question it, but they're, they're still preparing for it, which right. they should, I guess, until the word is stopped. The Kansas City Chiefs, I think, are the first ones they've decided to host their NFL season opener with fans in the stands. Yeah, so right? they play in Missouri, and Missouri is pretty lax. Uh, James Krause uh, had a MMA show that he put on uh, in Missouri, and they had fans last week. Uh, the, right. the building was filled to... I think 15% capacity. But to okay. me, it's difficult because it doesn't matter how many people you have in the building. If you have one person that's infected, you're just as, you know, susceptible. Like yeah. So yeah. it's like, I mean, I understand that there's going to be more people that have it if it's 100% filled uh, compared to 15%. I just think it's an unnecessary sort of risk. Well, what they're going to do is they're going to have them in groups of six. And that distance. doesn't work. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm I, with you. I hear you. It just doesn't work. They're, yeah, I don't know. Well, they're going to find out. And then the other thing, this is really cute. The Los Angeles Dodgers, mm -hmm. they have what they call fan cutouts. Okay, they oh, don't yeah. have. So you can you can purchase a cutout, Sammy, mm -hmm. right? Um, I think the field level, lodge levels are 149. Uh, home run seats are 299. And you can have a cutout made of you with your face on the cutout. So you're there watching the game. That's cute. Isn't that cute? Uh, That's I, I, I believe every team is doing it. Um, so are they all doing it? Yeah. Every, uh, so all the baseball games that I've seen, they all have the fan cutouts. One thing that I saw that was really neat was uh, people were honoring their family members that have passed away by buying uh -huh. a cutout. 
and, and the the you know the symbol there uh, of having your loved one that is no longer on the planet be brought back to life in a way where if they were a huge baseball fan is one of the coolest things I could think of. I think it's really cool. I'll tell you another thing that's really cool, and the apple doesn't fall far from the tree on this. We all know that Tiger Woods' dad um, took him from a young child, trained him to be the golfer that he became, the most amazing golfer in the world at one point or more points. Tiger Woods' 11-year-old son just won the junior golf tournament. Wow. I think that's so cool. That's so cool. I mean, we'll see where his career goes. How hard would that be? For it, like his dad. How hard but, would that be, but, Bruce? Like, like, think about that. Like, your dad is one of the greatest golfers to ever play the game. Ever. Broke down barriers, and I, I wouldn't even want to touch uh, a golf club. Yeah, but he might have such a great natural instinct for it. Sure, I agree with that. I just can't. Like Tiger Woods talks about his dad and how his dad really rode him to make sure that I he was the best he could be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he I, wrote him hard. And you know, if you if you um, understand golf, uh, I'm not a big golf player, but I understand golf. The kid hit three birdies. Wow. Three birdies. Really? On a regular course. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. I've hit one birdie in my entire life. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, powerlifting, of course, where they they lift these unbelievable amounts of weights, squatting the whole bit. Mm. This is really crazy. A Russian powerlifting champ, right? He was lifting 800 pounds or squatting, squatting 800 pounds. In the middle of the squat, something went horribly wrong. Okay. I know. It's crazy. Basically, he fractured both his knees. No. no I can't hear this. He snapped both his quads. No. Right? Froze his knees, both his quads. It's going to take time to recuperate. He had to have his quadriceps re-sewn, oh. his knees put back together. He will lie motionless in bed now for two months. That's going to cause a whole bunch of other issues, potentially. Yeah. And then he has to learn how to walk again. So From power lifter to now having to learn how to walk again. Do, do you see the issue there, Bruce? Like, the body is telling this man, like, look, I'm really Don't. strong, but you can't yeah. ask me to do this. Yep. Yep. I don't know. That's living in the moment. I've seen so many bodybuilders in their 50s and 60s working out at Gold's. It's not mentioning any names again. The majority of them don't look the way they looked when they were younger. You know, there's right. um, your, your, your joints, everything. I mean, just it's it's tough. Well, lift uh, weights. I lift weights too, but I, I do it in the healthiest way possible. I'm not I saying think. anything necessarily, but like when you are someone that um, uses performance enhancers, we shall call them, it makes you insanely more susceptible to having injuries like a torn quad. That is like one of the most common injuries of someone who's had prolonged um, steroid use and is gotten bigger than they're supposed to be yeah it happens to pro wrestlers all the time like you never really hear a lot about stretches the the tendons and ligaments and a weird and then it just like the tension breaks yep yep which which i believe too is is sort of why we have acl issues and knee issues more than we've ever had before because we have people that are so big running on legs that were never designed to carry that much weight and doing so at a high rate of speed well a guy who's torn two acls one on each leg or ripped them apart. Um, I'm not one of those guys. I'm, you know, I'm pretty proportionate, Right, sure. but I, I, this is another reason I would never touch any of that crap and put a, put that crap, that shit sure. in my body. No, never no, do it. I, I, I get that. But, but look at, look at how big, like, what do you weigh, Bruce? The UFC, uh, video game has you as a middleweight 
So I don't know if that's that's true. By the way, I got that. You're I could it. I could fight at middleweight now because I'm walking around at 194. I was 220. Right. I'm walking around at 194. I could easily drop down to 185 and but fight. But think about this: like 200 years ago, men really weren't that big. Period. No. So no, the average height was like five eight or something. Right. Like so that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like we've we've gotten to the point where maybe a six foot tall person, it's natural and common now, but really, it's we're never supposed to be that big. Agreed. Agreed. It's breaking the laws of gravity in so many different ways. Sammy, I know you like hockey, right? Yeah. She likes hockey so you know players. The, yeah. <laughs> most well, women, I, most I women really do. loved one in particular, but... That's what I'm saying. Yep, exactly. Well, the LA Kings, you know the mascot, Bailey? No. No, I don't personally. It, he's, being sued, he's being sued for sexual harassment. <gasps> oh, man. Oh. A, ba- a mascot. I'm sorry. I don't mean to lie. A mascot's being sued for sexual harassment. It, is, there, is there more than one mascot? Like, is there more than one person that gets in the suit? Like, do they know exactly which one it was? Or yeah, yeah. They so know, it's only yeah. one guy. So his name is His name is Tim Smith. He's the man who plays Bailey the mascot. Wow. And one woman suing him because of lewd jokes, cracking lewd jokes, inappropriate sexual comments, leering through his mascot mask at her breasts and buttocks. She claims was making her so, feel super uncomfortable, so now she's demanding one million dollars in damages. How can you tell what he's looking at through the mask? I don't know. Well, there's one incident she she claims. Um, she describes the incident where he allegedly put his crotch in her face in the mascot locker room while making lewd comments and thrusting his hips. Yeah, that's that's pretty yeah. much grounds for a situation. I would think that's. Yeah, there, I think that's assault, isn't it? That's yeah, not harassment. 100%. Isn't that kind of like assault, Sammy? Yes. Yeah, totally. There's no ambiguity in what you're doing with that, and that's no, that's that's bonkers. Bad. Um, when, when I uh, think about mascots, I remember one time I was at uh, Disneyland, and some little boy tried to like hug Mickey Mouse, but hugged his head, and almost tore the head off. And they wear a chin strap, and I thought the dude's neck was gonna break. It's, oh really? It, oh my god! I could not imagine being one of those people. I could imagine just sweating my whatever off being in Seriously. that suit. <laughs> Especially totally. in this heat. I mean, Disneyland's obviously closed, but could you imagine getting in those suits and tromping around Anaheim at 105 degrees? No, no, not at all. Not at all. So in a collectible sense here, Michael Strahan, to, um, he, a guy is auctioning off a jersey he claims to be possession in, which is worn by Strahan in Super Bowl 42. Uh, the bid is up to like 38000 um, Could possibly go over 100000 Potentially, that's what the man that has it up for. But Michael Strahan claims it's not the jersey. Yes, I was going to say, claimed, is there any COA with it? Yeah, no, there's, I doesn't say anything about a COA. Um, if you take a close look, they're told the stains on the jersey are champagne and Gatorade stains from celebration. But he is adamant that he passed that jersey on to a friend, which ended up in a frame, and it's displayed at his house. Wow. So somebody's going to get something for that one. Yeah. You know, wow. I mean, if you buy if you buy something off a, of a uh, memorabilia site at an auction and it's not the real thing, you tell me who's going to get sued. Oh, they're going to you know? be done in business, too. No one's going to confidently buy from them ever again. Yeah, well, we'll see how the story pans out. All right, guys. Um, with the show today, I mean, I've got a lot of stuff to do here. We're going to take off here in a few minutes. TJ, you mentioned something about yeah. a friend of yours. Yeah, so we have a little boy named Reese who's got a birthday coming up. And more than anything... He wants to be announced by you. I pass along his oh. information. He doesn't know this is happening. He oh, really? like brought this up to uh, uh, his mom that 
this is something he wanted to, to have. And she uh, apparently listens to the show and said, oh, maybe I can reach out and, and get this taken care of. But, yeah, he's uh, I, I believe he's turning 13 uh, coming up here on August 28th. And more than anything, uh, he wants to hear his name oh. roared from the pipes of uh, Bruce Buffer. Can I can I do it now on the show? Yeah, let's do it. All right, you want to capture a video or we're doing it right now. All right, because these this is like what I do at BruceBuffer.com. We get tons of orders for these on videos and audio. So it's a birthday. It's a birthday, right? Yep, birthday. Okay. All right, give me a second. Let me just put my head together. He's got to prepare, right, here Sammy. <laughs> here we go. On this very special day, August 28th, a very special young man was born. A man who stands five feet six inches tall, weighing in at 109 pounds. Fighting out of Las Vegas, Nevada, presenting the future champion of the world. Happy 13th birthday, Reese Cottonmouth Bailey. Reese, today is truly the first day of the rest of your life. Big cheers and no fears forever. Look at that. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that was awesome. I hope he likes it. I really oh, do. I'm, I'm sure he will. Happy birthday, Reese. Thank you. Thank you. I got a I got a request. I was at the show Saturday night, and two of the judges there came up to me and they said, this 10-year-old girl, um, she's terminal. Mm. She loves the UFC. Would you do a video for her? Or no, would you send her an autograph? I go, let me do something better. Let yeah. me do a video for her. The thank you note I got and the thank you I got, tears oh man okay? that's so that's cool what it's all about that's what it's all about guys that, i mean all about th that's all one thing that i love about technology now is you have the ability to do more than just take a quick photo or sign a piece of paper you can give someone yeah. honestly a moment like what you just did for reese is is a moment that'll be captured in time that he'll have for his whole life uh, it, it makes me so happy and listen that's why i, I offer these services at cameo.com like you do um, that's why I offer the services at BruceBuffer.com. So check it out. You know, and again, partial proceeds, animal, military, and children charities. I sold two. I sold Pay it two, forward, Buffer. baby. Pay it forward. Buff, I sold two ca cameos. Yeah, because we talked about them on the show. Yeah. Though, before you had none. Now you have two. Yeah. So people get their TJ DeSantis. Probably the cheapest friggin' cameo price you're going to pay on cameo. Oh, I up the price. Take advantage of it before he raises the price. I up the price. It? Yeah, yeah. It's 20 bucks Thank now. you very much. Yeah, Thank no you. worries. You get referral money, too. So there you go. Sammy, are you on cameo? No, I know I have Sarah's number. Sarah's number, yeah. Yeah. Set yourself up, Sammy. We'll promote yeah, her on the show. S Sarah's I great, know, by I, the way. I know. I it's it's on my list. I swear. Here, here, here's the thing. I'll tell you guys, and this is the thing. Set it up, and your people that work for you with their fan base followings, set them up, and you'll get a five percent referral fee for the first year off everything they do. That's great. Cameo's pretty cool about that. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Okay. I mean, my brother, Michael Buffer, just joined Cameo. So if hey. anybody wants to have a Cameo by Michael Buffer, the Let's Get Ready to Rumble legendary announcer, wow. check out Michael Buffer on Cameo. Tell him Bruce Buffer sent you. I want my cut. There you go. There you see. Always angling for that cut. ABC, baby, always be closing. Name of the game. Sammy, what's up this week? What's up for next week? What's up in your life? We're signing off. Uh, you know, just trying to stay cool in this heat here in Los Angeles. Um... I don't know, just wrangling uh, hot chicks and 
cool cats and squirrels and lizards here at Casa Sam. Sounds and, a lot more exciting than Casa Manor Buffer over here. Jeez, Sammy, I should come to your house. <laughs> uh, I, the, there's always an open invitation to you and your brother and you too, TJ. So, oh, I, I just like, I'm going to talk to Brian. I'll get Brian off his butt. We'll get over there together. I, I'll say hi. A little outdoor distance lunch or something by the pool. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'd, I'd come over and just bring my PlayStation. Try to play video or games. Beautiful kid. girls walking around all over the place, and you're going to sit and play video games. TJ, we have to have a talk. I just got the new <laughs> UFC video game. What do you want from me? It's great. I and can't put it down. who's fighting as a middleweight in the UFC video game? Bruce yeah, I love it. Buffer! That's How was so that? Cool. How was that? That, love that was good. That was right. good. That was good. I'm going to order a cameo whenever don't. you say my name. Don't. Don't. Sammy, oh, uh, tell, people, tell people how to get a hold of you and everything. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, Instagram, it's... Sam's Pajama Party. Uh, Sam's Pajama yeah, Party. Can you. I help you out? Jeez. Yes. Sam's Pajama Party. Sorry, I was getting confused with Twitter is The Single Life. Instagram, Sam's Pajama Party. And Facebook is Sammy Phillips. Okay. Folks out there, I'm going to give you something that I get paid a lot of money to teach branding and marketing to in companies. This is a perfect example. Not putting you down, Sam. No, no, you need to have one. You need to have one no. name the same everywhere. I already yeah. fucked it up. There's no doing one. It's, it, it's what it is. You can change got, it at any time. I got screwed, too, oh, because... Oh, it's so annoying. Please don't get me started in this rabbit hole. I had an Instagram, The Single Life, because yeah. I had... A, and a Twitter, The Single Life. Then I got my live TV show, and instead of making a new Instagram, I changed my Instagram to Sam's Pajama Party, the name of my TV show. Then I'm like, that's stupid. Let me change it back. And the single life was gone. So then I have a Sam's Pajama Party Twitter that I do not fucking use. So I'm the single life all the way, but now I cannot get it back on the Instagram. So I'm yeah. just... I'm Sam's Pajama so, Party. I'm fucked. Do Whatever. the do right. the I, do the single life, but have the L be the number one. Yeah, but then I just have to start a whole new fucking Instagram from zero. No, people. you don't. That actually, that, that actually, you don't, that actually, Sam. No, you can. No, you don't, Sam. You can change it around, but oh, that actually is not a my name in the thing thing. Yeah, that's true. It actually is not a bad idea, but. I'm sorry to step on you saying it's actually not a bad idea what TJ said, but the problem is a lot of people are not going to realize that one is the I and single and they're going to put in the I and they're not going to get you. So there's, then, there's always that chance. I know I changed my fucking name and they're going to search for Sam's pajama party. Okay. Then have them just do it, but have the number four before it. So you can say when you're on Instagram search for the number four, the single life. Here's another way to do it. You can possibly do it. I, I do at Bruce Buffer on Twitter. When I went to Instagram, there was about three or four imposter accounts, so I yeah. couldn't get Bruce Buffer. So I do Bruce Buffer UFC. Right. So maybe just do the single life, whatever you choose, and put a little end on the end of it. That's all. So it's always the single life. And then get verified. That, know. That's easier said than done. Yeah, yeah I know. It TJ, is. what's up with you, babe? Uh, I got uh, extra rounds coming up on UFC Fight Pass. That's actually today, so yesterday as people listen to this, but... Uh, you can check it out anytime on the UFC Fight Pass Facebook page. Also archived, I believe, on Fight Pass proper. So go check that out. Uh, we'll also be live with extra rounds. Me and Dean Thomas immediately following the main event uh, that pits uh, Pedro Munoz against Frankie Edgar. Uh, that's this Saturday night in Las Vegas. Frankie Edgar, one of my favorite fighters in the UFC of all time. Love oh, Frankie Edgar. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Great guy. great guy. Hall of Famer. No question. Family, everything. Just a great guy. Yeah. Great guy. 
All right, everybody. Well, I'm uh, getting ready for releasing Puncher's Chance. So stay tuned to my Instagram, Bruce Buffer UFC, my Twitter, Bruce Buffer, at Bruce Buffer, for where you can buy it, the website that you can order from. If it's not being released in your state right now, it will be nationwide and international next year, but we're doing a gradual release as smart organic marketing should be done. So check out there. I will see you from the Octagon on Saturday. Sammy, as always, a true pleasure to have you on, doll. I like having you on more than once a month when we can. I know, me too. Yeah, it's, it's really great having you on. And Man. TJ, you have a great week. I'm glad to see that the extra rounds that you're doing is doing so well for itself. You know, the show's really cool. I encourage everybody to listen to TJ's show after UFCs. You can watch most it. Definitely. They sent me this $40,000 box. I don't totally know what it does, but I probably shouldn't be holding it with just one hand, so I'm going to put it down now. $40,000 box? Put it on an eBay. What is that? It's the box that makes the show go. Wow. wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's terrifying. I hate having it here. I'm going to drop it. Don't drop it. Thank the UFC for taking good care of you. No kidding. Okay. Um, I guess that's it, guys. Uh, check out BruceBuffer.com for your videos, your audios. Check me out at Cameo for for uh, videos. Uh, check out TJ DeSantis for videos. Check out Sammy Phillips in about two weeks at Cameo. She'll be ready to go <laughs> on her videos. Yeah. All good stuff. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Sammy, love you, honey. TJ, you. great respect. My friend, oh, always good. We'll be back next week with a dynamite guest. I'll see you off in the octagon on Saturday. Did you say you love me, Sammy? Did I hear you say that? I said yes, I love you. And TJ, I, guess, I love you too. I like both of you very there much. Yeah. Keep up the mode, TJ. Yeah. Keep it keep it consistent. Very good. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. Set your goals, write them down. So we sit on that path. You know everything that you're about to do. And when you do sit on that path, be the best you can be. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. Treat everybody with respect. Be COVID conscious. Be COVID safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Be the best you can be in that area. And when you get on that path, no matter what you're doing, whether it's work, pleasure, fun, family, life, whatever, if you do the best job you can do, then you're winning. That's what we're all about. And it's all about winning and it's all about being the best you can be because that's the world in which we live. Stand above everybody. Set an example. And we'll all win and we'll all succeed. Love everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you all international listeners. And remember to subscribe to our show on YouTube. Watch the video. Otherwise, you won't realize how beautiful Sammy Phillips is. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean that with all sincerity. Okay, here we go. Bye, guys. Cheers. Buffer out. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. Total Wine & More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th, collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities, up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. 
Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at Safeway.com. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.